Hello, everyone, and welcome again to E Equals MC Paired, a podcast that crafts effective, motivated creatives seeking refuge from procrastination and mediocrity. I'm your host, Kimberly Gray, and the fact that I'm here after this busy holiday season means that effectiveness won over procrastination this week, and that's something that I can celebrate about, and I'm glad to be here. I want to say thanks again to all my listeners and subscribers to the show. We are nearing the end of the year and I have some awesome segments planned to charge those batteries and for any new projects and adventures that you want to dabble in, I want to be able to just help you along the way. So if you haven't favorited my podcast just yet, please do so so that you don't miss a beat. This week's quote, we're just going to go right into it, comes from a gentleman of the arts, none other than Sir William Shakespeare, who said, our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we oft might win by fearing to attempt. Let me say that again. Our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we oft might win by fearing to attempt. Man, let me tell you, doubt and procrastination go hand in hand, don't they? It's like when you're moseying along in life, making excuses, reprioritizing, putting senseless senseless and non-trivial pursuits ahead of all the greatness that you can achieve, in comes doubt, just sealing the deal and assuring you that your idea, your mission, your goals just are not worth it. And I love how Shakespeare used the word traitor to describe doubt because that's exactly what it feels like especially when you have that moment of clarity that you spent so much time away from your true calling in life. Another piece of this quote that I found powerful is that he uses the word attempt as the ultimate goal. As we know, attempting does not necessarily mean that success is imperative. It merely means that we did not allow a stagnant attitude towards life to dictate how far we're able to go in realizing our full potential. And when you really look at it that way, the walls of intimidation just shrink because there are no expectations that you're being measured against. I learned this the hard way and this belief is exactly what changed my attitude when it comes to becoming a finisher. We can't ever label our progress in any capacity if we have not even attempted to show others and especially ourselves that we're capable of just merely doing. And that's huge when it comes to procrastination. So that was a quote of the week. And the quote delightfully leads us right into the topic of the week, which is the stages of doubt. And there are stages of doubt. Doubt isn't something that just manifests overnight. It's literally a parasite that needs something of value to cling on to and destroy. And when you look at it that way, it becomes so much more unwarranted. I'm like, okay, let's deal with this thing. So let's say, um, let's look at it this way at the first stage of doubt. The first stage comes from your excitement. Like I said, it's like a parasite. It clings on to your excitement. You have an idea that you're so passionate about. You write it down. You call a friend and share your big idea. And this is the honey to the bee stage for doubt. Because when you are doing these things, there are several attitudes that can be curated that work with doubt. Um, Self-inflicting attitudes are one. And also those that come from others who may not be able to see your vision so clearly. So when it comes to your own attitudes, let's look at that one. 
Overthinking is the number one culprit that lends an invitation to doubt. Many of us start writing down ideas and can't get two sentences in because before we assure ourselves that, you know what, I don't know if this is going to work. And I find that writing everything down, even things that may not seem appropriate at the time, help you to have available a good amount of information and material to come up with an end result. So think of carving a, um, think of like a carving made of wood. The wood carver never starts with a block that's the exact size and shape of the end result. He'll chip away, he'll discharge a good percentage of that material needed to construct a solid piece. And we think of waste and we're like, well, why waste it? But it's just like writing. You can't just simplify what you have on paper right away. You have to really let your thoughts come out on paper. And that's how it is with ideas. You need to be able to accumulate and start with a mass in order to break things down so that you have a solid final product. And a good way to deal with that is to have more faith in your thoughts and ideas and practice positive self-talk through the process. Now, sharing your idea with trusted and open-minded individuals is always a plus. And these are great accountability partners to have. However, sometimes we get so charged up about an idea that we spill our valuable thoughts to people who are judgmental, they're negative, they have no drive or understanding of the creative process. So naturally, they speak the language of doubt, which is very contagious and impressionable. So you have to carefully select people who have insight people who have experience in a similar mindset of productivity to help with the cultivation of your idea. So that was the first stage of doubt. Now, if you aren't lucky enough to successfully pass that stage, the second stage has already been laid out, and that's second-guessing your abilities. Once you have landed here, the probability that your idea has been stamped as just an idea is pretty solid. Many of us land here. I've landed here several times. However, there is a way out and that is restructuring. So this is the time where you need to start asking yourself questions that will again give you the materials that you need, just like the woodcarver, to be able to reproduce an idea that you've regained confidence in. This is a stage where you need to really rely heavily on your own abilities, not just being hasteful to share your information, you need to be able to gather and arrange your idea in a way that you believe your idea is solid. That way, opinions from others will not sway you to deviate from attempting. And if you can get to this stage, you're one step closer to battling doubt. The third stage of doubt is one that is very spiritual, and that is forgiveness. I know most people don't think of forgiveness being a stage of doubt but it's it's something that many of us don't take time to forgive ourselves of our failures and that that what we're left with can really weigh heavily on our creative process we often reflect on time lost or perhaps someone else taking our idea and running with it because we didn't really believe in it in the first place. And what happens here is when another idea comes along, 
we bring in that doubtful attitude, that same attitude and guard ourselves and our projects so critically that we stifle the creative energy that's needed to see all the insight that surrounds us and the um, information that's needed for innovation. So the best thing that you can do at this moment or in this stage is look at every project that you have with new eyes. Keep the comparisons minimal. I say minimal and not throw them aside because in every failure there is a lesson. But don't let the lesson overpower the vision. The lesson should be like a timer that comes in when necessary, but it should not be going off throughout the entire process. So those are the three stages of doubt and and things that you can do and incorporate throughout the process to ensure that wherever you are in these stages, there is a way out. Someone listening may have experience or is currently standing in one of these stages. The takeaway is that doubt should never be the component that keeps your brilliance and dreams from materializing. Remember, doubt is a traitor like William Shakespeare says, and it has no power unless you offer it and give it and give in to the lie. So I urge each of you to reflect on your current stage of creation and constantly remind yourself of how unique and amazing your abilities are. If someone attempted to do it before, it's worth doing. That's what I always say. And as long as you are never, as long as you are never the one to give up, you succeeded as it is. So thank you again for tuning in to yet another episode. And remember, effectiveness equals motivation by creatives paired. Apply the equation and manifest nothing short but amazing.